Look at all these beautiful faces. This is super exciting, isn't it? Who's stoked to be back? I'm stoked. I couldn't sleep last night. I was like, I can't get to sleep. I can't get to sleep. I can't get to sleep. It's good to be together, isn't it? It's really, really good. Worship was amazing. Ryan and the team, great song choice. Really great song choice. Thank you. Thank you guys for making that happen and setting the time aside. So, I can't see all your smiles. You have to be really vocal this morning, okay? Because I can't necessarily see all your facial expressions. You need to be like vocal. And you need to be extra vocal because the masks muffle your voice. I have so much trouble hearing people. My children tell me I'm deaf. Um, I think I do have a tad of deafness. Um, but often when people talk to me with masks on, I have to ask them the same thing three or four times and it's quite embarrassing. So feel free to be loud. Feel free to be expressive. <laughs> and um, yeah, amen. All right, let's do this. I'm really excited because God has really been stirring this word in my heart for um, while we're away on holidays and then again since I've been back. So I want to share it with you this morning because I do believe it's a now word from God for you, for your life, for where you are right now, for what it is that God wants to do in you and through you. So let's share. I'm going to 1 John 5, 1 to 5 in the Passion Translation. It says, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Messiah is God's spiritual child and has been fathered by God himself. And everyone who loves Father God loves his children as well. This is how we can be sure that we love the children of God, by having a passionate love for God and by obedience to his commands. True love for God means obeying his commands and his commands don't weigh us down as heavy burdens. Now, this is the part I really want you to listen to. It's verse 4 and 5. You see, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So who are the world conquerors? defeating its power, those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Amen. How good is that? Those who believe Jesus is the Son of God. So when I read this scripture, I'm so excited. I, I, I'm so wrapped because I know it's not my ability. It's not my skills. It's not my talent. It's not my um, social status or the job I have or my financial situation that causes me to overcome, yeah? It is Jesus Christ in me and through me that brings the victory, yeah? So I am so glad, so, so glad that I don't have to overcome every challenge I face in life on my own. I am so glad that Jesus partners with me in every single one of them. And not only does he partner with me and walk with me through it, but he actually brings victory, yeah? Because it would be a real worry if we had to do all of life all on our own. There are way too many challenges. There are way too many uncertainties. There is way too much stuff that just gets flung at us in the journey of life to be trying to conquer on our own. So, 
God gave me a really clear word and he said, as Christians, as people that believe in Jesus Christ, as people that love God, we can choose to live in the fear zone or we can choose to live in the faith zone. And it's actually our choice. So we know about different time zones, right? Uh, What time is it? It is 10 to 11 in Victoria, Australia. In Perth, it's like, what time? 10 to, three hours, so 10 to 8. Yeah, 10 to 8. Who's good at math? Someone put up their hand. (laughs) So it's 10, we'll say it's 10 to 8 in Perth. We're just going for a guess. What's the difference in Brisbane, Queensland? I think they're an hour behind. So it's 10 to 10. So depending on where you choose to live, you actually live in a different time zone. If you go and live in the States, then you're going to be a day behind in time zones. That's just how it works. So as Christians, we actually get to choose the zone that we live in. So we can choose the fear zone or we can choose a faith zone. And you know what? The faith zone is where God's moving. The faith zone is where supernatural things happen. The faith zone is where people get healed. People get set free. Relationships are restored. God God fills your heart with peace beyond understanding. The faith zone is where God does exceedingly above and beyond all we can hope, dream and imagine. So you know what? I want to live in that faith zone. I want to live in that faith zone every single day, every single moment of my life. So my question is, what zone is it that you want to live in? So here's some realities about the faith zone because it sounds really great, doesn't it? It's like, yes, I want to see signs and wonders. Yes, I want to see God move powerfully. Yes, I want to see people healed. I want to see people get set free. I want to see marriages restored. Like it sounds great, but you know what? The faith zone is not very comfortable, yeah? We don't just cruise along and believe that everything is just going to work out and go according to God's perfect plan. Because who knows when we're walking in our God-given destiny, there are some leaps of faith that we need to take, yeah? There is some stepping out in faith that we need to take. The Bible says that we are to walk by faith, not by sight, yeah? So when you live in the faith zone... Like this morning, the team getting up here, Ryan, you're stepping out in faith by using that gift. It's scary. It's frightening. You don't always know how it's going to turn out. All you know is, you know what, I'm going to step out. I'm going to give it my everything. I'm going to trust that God is with me. But we don't always know how the outcome is going to look. There's a leap of faith. Yeah? It's a place where we step out not knowing the outcome not knowing how the end of the journey is going to look, but we trust God anyway. That's what faith is. It's a place beyond comfort. And in fact, we actually generally feel uncomfortable when we step into the faith zone, yeah? Because we're living in what we're believing God 
will do, yeah? We're, we're stepping out and we're believing for things that maybe we've seen with our spiritual eyes, but we actually haven't seen these things with our physical eyes yet. You know, faith is the hope of things not yet seen. So we're stepping out and we're believing and we're trusting God to bring that to pass. We're trusting God to use our gift. We're trusting God to use our talent and believing that we will then see that happen physically, yeah? When you live in the faith zone, being uncomfortable is totally normal. In fact, if we're going to live in the faith zone, then we should probably just get comfortable with being uncomfortable. (laughs) That's a revelation. If you want to live in the faith zone, then you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And it's so funny because as people... We want to control everything, don't we? You know, control makes us feel safe. We want to um, know how things are going to turn out. We want to know the outcome. We want to know the end of the journey, you know, at the beginning. But when we operate like that, we're actually operating in a way where we're not giving God control. We're holding on so tight that we're not giving God control and allowing him to do all the extraordinary things that he actually has planned and wants to do in our lives. So living in the faith faith zone involves a surrendering of wanting to hang on to everything really tightly, yeah? The faith zone is a place where we surrender control and choose to use the gifts God has given us, the stuff we're good at, Because who knows, you're good at something because God made you good at it. It didn't just happen, just not the way it turned out. If you're good at something, if you have a gift for something, if you have a heart for something, God has placed that inside of you for a plan and a purpose and a destiny. You're not a good musician by accident, yeah? You're not a good um, hospitality person by accident. You're not great with kids just because whatever it is, that you're gifted at you're not a great artist just because God puts everything inside of us for a purpose amen there's a reason God has given us gifts and talents and it's not so we can sit on the bench and not use them it's not so we can hide them away for a later time but it's so we can trust him now and use them now yeah so that Matthew 6.10 comes to pass. I love this. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth. Do we hear that? On earth, on earth. Not in the heavenlies, not, you know, not in outer space. On earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom come. Yeah, the kingdom of God come to earth. The kingdom of God manifested on earth. The love of God on planet earth yes and you know when this scripture actually gets fulfilled this is kind of really exciting when each and every one of us when every family member when every child of God actually chooses to walk and live in the faith zone yeah when each and every one of us choose to walk in the God-given plans destinies and purpose that God has for us yeah God says 
if we know the scripture, that every single one of us are an essential part of the body of Christ. We all make up the body, yeah? There are arms, there are legs, there are eyes, there are hearts, there, there are feet. There are a whole different range of parts that make up the body, but we're all a part of the body. We are all an essential part. I can't function as, as well as God would want me to function if I am missing an arm, yeah? I can't function uh, very well at all if I'm missing a heart. We are all essential in the kingdom. This is not a one-man show, yeah? This is not a one-man show. This is not where just a couple of people use their gifts and use their talents. This is the body of Christ Everybody walking in their God-given destiny, everybody using their gifts, everybody using their talents, everybody living in the faith zone. And you know what You know what happens when everyone's living in the faith zone? Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah? And I want to see that. I want to see that happen. I want to see that happen in this church. I want to see that happen in this city. I want to see that happen in this state and this country. I want to be a part of everything that God wants to do, yeah? Come on. God has a destiny for you, yeah? God has plans and purposes for you. Not for the person next to you, although he has one for them too, but for you, yeah? You are gifted. You are anointed. You are talented, for you, yeah, for each and every one of you. Matthew 6.10, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So the fear zone, let's have a quick little chat about the fear zone. <laughs> the fear zone is not a place that God wants us to live, yeah. It can be a place where we just go with the flow believing everything will just work out perfectly even though we don't make any decisions or take any leaps of faith. The fear zone is also a place where we allow fear, insecurity, doubt, the fear of failure. Who knows it's okay to fail, yeah? Failure is actually a really good thing because it means that you gave it a go and then when you fail, the next time you get better and then you fail again and the next time you get better. People that have been very successful in business have often failed huge amounts of times and been bankrupt and all sorts of things have happened before they've experienced success. Failure is okay. Failure means we're learning. Failure means we're growing. Failure means we gave it a go. Yeah, it's okay. It's actually okay. Where am I? I've lost my place. Yes, fear zone. So, or uncertainty to rob us and limit our faith and our ability to step out in faith. Can I share? God is not in charge of the fear zone, yeah? The enemy is and he will do everything he can to convince you that what God said about your destiny isn't true. Yeah, that it was just all in your head and that you don't have what it takes and you don't have what you need to fulfill those plans and purposes that God put there. Can I say, don't listen to that voice. Do not do it. Do not listen to that voice. It is not from God. 
if, if I had have listened to that voice, I probably wouldn't live in Ballarat, you know. I wouldn't be serving God in the way that I am if I had to listen to that voice. So the fear zone is where your negative thoughts and negative past experiences are allowed to dictate the future you're walking into. And can I share something? The Bible says that we're a new creation in Christ. Yeah, we are a new creation in Christ Jesus. So once Jesus is a part of your life, once Jesus is living and dwelling in your heart, you are a new creation. So that means that the past does not need to dictate the future we walk into because we are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Amen? So which voice are you listening to today? <laughs> a beautiful voice isn't it <laughs> it was so enjoyable watching yourself on a big tv every week it's fabulous watching the covid kilos being added and then watching it on tv every week <laughs> right so god says you can do anything with him the enemy says you can't and god says you can and god has so much bigger so much greater so much more wonderful and glorious and extraordinary plans for us than living in the fear zone. God is calling us, Mount Clear. Yeah? God is calling us, each and every one of us, to live in the faith zone in 2021. Every great thing that has happened in my life where I have seen God do extraordinary things has been when I've been living in the faith zone. And it's also been when I've been really frightened. <laughs> I know I often share about when I first started speaking in church and just the fear in doing that, the anxiety that I had beforehand, the constant bathroom visits for about two days before I would have to speak, just the fear in taking that step of faith was huge. But in doing that, I actually discovered something I really love doing. So my question is, if you step out of that fear into the faith zone, what is it that you will discover that you really love doing? Yeah? I remember how nervous I used to get talking to new people and at church or in the community. And I'd have like this list in my head of five different questions that I would ask someone just trying to keep the conversation going so that it didn't get awkward or I didn't know what to say and they didn't know what to say so I'd have it like oh you know it was like prepped in my memory I had these questions like okay I'll ask them about their work their family their you know their hobbies like I had it all in my head just so I could be comfortable talking to people that I didn't know, you know what, now I'm just really comfortable talking to people all the time. But that required a step of faith, that required being uncertain, that required talking to people that I've never met before. Will they love me? Will they hate me? Will they like what I say? Will they not like what I say? They're all the things that can confront us in the fear zone, but we need to step out into the faith zone. Okay. So every time I step out in faith, I'm always a bit scared. I'm always a little bit frightened and I'm always a little bit sure about how it's going to turn out. But because I know God is with me and for me and working through me, I choose to do it anyway. And you know what? 
It's so amazing what God can do when we actually step out into that faith zone. And it's not about perfect circumstances. Can I say that again? It's not about perfect circumstances. It's not about everything in your life looking exactly the way you want it to look. It's not about every relationship being perfect. It's not about you being in perfect health. It's not about everything looking the way you want it to look, yeah? In, in truth, I actually don't think you ever really feel ready to step out in faith, yeah? But you just trust God and take the step. I love the quote that says, God doesn't call the equipped. I'll say that again. God doesn't call the equipped, but he equips the called. So when you take that leap of faith, God is with you. When you take that leap of faith, God is moving. When you take that leap of faith, you're, you're giving an opportunity for heaven to come to earth, yeah? Thank you, love. So encouraging. <laughs> it's about hearing his voice and taking the step today, yeah? Today, not tomorrow, not next week. Because you know what? If you keep putting it off, you're just going to keep putting it off. It's kind of like when you're trying to lose weight, isn't it? It's like, I'll walk tomorrow. I'll like start eating healthy tomorrow. I'll go for a run tomorrow. But you know, six months later, tomorrow just still hasn't arrived. <laughs> well, it's a little bit like that. It's like, take that step today. Because often God shows us one step. Yeah, he doesn't show us the 50 million steps required to get where we need to go because he knows that that would be totally overwhelming for us. So God says, just take this step. And you know what happens when you take the one step? You take that step and God shows you the next step. Sometimes we want to see the end, but that's not how God operates. It's not how God operates. But when we take the one step, he shows us the next one and the next one and the next one, and the next one. And that's how extraordinary things happen, by faithful steps, day after day after day. Where am I up to? Oh, here. Love you, Mom. Thanks for coming. She has a lunch date, but she's very good to come, and she wanted to see her grandson playing the drums and hear my beautiful, sweet voice. <laughs> So, as I was saying, our kids were three and four when we moved here. Um, we left all our family support. We left all our friends because this is where God was calling us to. And we took on youth ministry, kids ministry, young adults ministry, and I think young couples ministry. I don't know. It's been 10 years. My memory is a little bit vague. So... That could have been really overwhelming. How is it that we're going to do this with a three and four-year-old? How are we going to run youth every week with a three and four-year-old? How am I going to run kids' church every week with a three and four-year-old? But you know what? We did it. We ran youth. We brought our kids with us. Um, and God just made it happen. It worked. And God gave us word week after week after week that just spoke into the hearts of our young people. And God did extraordinary things. I would wake up at 6am, jump on my treadmill, go for a run and pray and then God would just download, download, download what it is that he wanted to say 
um, to our young people. So I did that before the kids woke up every day. When you live in the faith zone, God just makes things work. Andrew and I were not always in full-time ministry. So we worked, I don't know, Andrew worked for maybe 20 years, probably 20 years, was it? And I worked for about 12, 13 years in full-time jobs and then we did ministry at night, you know. Um, We probably had people in our home five nights a week and we did youth and young adults and we're on boards and and all kinds of things and we loved that and God made that work, you know. In fact, we probably came to a time when we felt like, are we ever going to be in full-time ministry? Is that ever going to happen because we've been doing it like this for so long? And then God called us to Mount Clear, but it didn't always look how it looks now. So Zechariah 6 says, Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty, you will succeed because of my spirit, yeah? We succeed because of his spirit in us and with us and for us. And this is not about making you feel guilty because you don't feel like you're living up to the standard you have in your head. It's actually about trying to inspire you and show you what God can do when we live in the faith zone. Someone who really inspires me, and you would all, um, probably most of you know her, is Heidi Baker. So she has an incredible ministry in Mozambique. But you know what, 30 years ago when they went to Mozambique to begin that ministry, I'm going to share a really small extract of what things looked like. It says, Upon arriving in Mozambique, the bakers, along with a small team of Irish staff from England and South Africa, were offered charge of the Shahango Centre. No idea if I'm pronouncing that right. A previously government-run children's centre 40 minutes from the capital of Maputo, should have Googled how to say these words. (laughs) Conditions were bleak. Over 30 years of warfare within the nation's borders left an enormous population of orphans with countless others living in extreme poverty. Government aid was nearly non-existent at Shahango, which represented the government's best efforts to care for homeless children Food was scarce, living quarters stark, and medical care all but absent. The most incorrigible children from street gangs were often brought there as a last resort. Physical and sexual abuse were common. A very large portion of the children were infected with STDs. Thievery was to be expected, especially from the officials in charge. Efforts at education were insignificant. So that's what it looked like when they went there 30 years ago. That's a pretty horrendous situation to walk into, you know. You've got to really have a word from God that this is where he wants you to go and this is where he wants you to be. But you know what? Luke 18, 27 says, What is impossible for man is possible for God. God is into making the impossible possible when we live in the faith zone. Now can I share how that ministry looks today? Iris Global currently feeds well over 10,000 children a day. Isn't that extraordinary? As well as various members of many other communities, currently including 4,000 families in Malawi. Its network of churches also number more than 10,000, including some 2,000 churches 
among the Makua people of northern Mozambique. IRIS operates five Bible schools in addition to its three primary schools and its school of missions in, Pe in Pemba. So that's what happened when one couple, one couple, one couple, two people chose to step out into the faith zone. That's pretty extraordinary, isn't it? 2021 is the year that God wants to use you mightily, yeah? Living in the faith zone will see that fulfilled. It's about stepping out of the fear zone and into the faith zone. And not just once, but over and over and over and over again because every time we step into the faith zone the fear doesn't disappear we just step out knowing God's with us and we always feel a bit fearful I think I felt fearful for years and years and years when I first you know started to speak and talk to people and I would have to step out in faith and step out in faith and step out in faith over and over and over again God doesn't necessarily eradicate the fear, but he gives us the courage and the ability to step out even though we're fearful, yeah? Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, and this is for you, so grab it. For we, I'm going to say for you, are God's masterpiece, yeah? For you are God's masterpiece. He created you anew in Christ Jesus so you can do the good things he planned for you long ago, yeah? God has good things for us. 1 Corinthians 2.9, things never discovered or heard of before, things beyond our ability to imagine, these are the many things God has in store for those he loves. Wow. So things that God has never done before, things people have never seen before, that thing in Mozambique, that was a brand new thing. There were no children being fed there before they went there. Psalm 138, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for you. Philippians 1 verse 6, I pray with great faith for you because I'm fully convinced that the one who began his glorious work in you will faithfully continue the process of maturing you and will put his finishing touches to it until the unveiling of our Lord Jesus Christ. So I'll finish with a question. So what does God have for you in 2021? How does God want to use you in 2021? What do you have a heart for? What are you good at? God wants us to consider these questions and be really purposeful about where we invest our time, our talents and our love in 2021. Because 2021, it's your year. It's your year. Come on, God believes that. Let's live in that faith zone. And I'll finish with one thing. Because, you know, the key to rising above the fear zone and living in the faith zone is intimacy with God. Yeah, the key to living in the faith zone 
and coming out of the fear zone is intimacy with God. It's time with God. It's in the Word. It's in worship. It's in church. It's in Bible studies. It's in prayer meetings. It's walking and worshipping. It's reading devotionals. It's however you connect with God. Because the Bible says if you draw near to Him, He will draw near to you. Yeah, but we actually need to take a step. Psalm 34 says, I prayed and he took away all my fear. Yeah, intimacy with God removes the fear. Still a bit there, but he certainly gives us the courage to trust him, believe him and step out into that faith zone. So who wants to live in the faith zone this year? I do, yeah. Let's live in the faith zone. Let's do it. Let's use these gifts. Let's use these talents. Let's direct our heart where, where God is leading us and impassioning us. Let's live the kind of year that God wants us to live. Let's bring heaven to earth. Let's allow the love of God to just infiltrate this city, this community. Let's see people's lives transformed in Jesus' name because that's what God does when we live in the fear zone, in the faith zone. No, don't live in the fear zone. <laughs> All right, let's pray. Let's put our hands out. Lord, we love you so much. We thank you that you are a good God. You are a good Father. We thank you that you love us, that you're for us, that you're with us, God. I thank you that you have extraordinary plans in Jesus' name for every person in this house, God, for every person listening to this message. There are dreams, there are visions, God, there are plans, there are purposes, there are destinies, Father, that you have for every single one of your children. So I thank you that as we just step into your presence, as we draw near, as we draw close, God, that you would just release courage over all of us, God courage to step out, God, courage to trust that you have our back, God, courage to live in the faith zone, God, because it is the place you have created us to live. I pray, God, that you would reignite, that you would fan the flame on dreams and visions that you have given long ago, God. You don't change your mind. You don't give up because we took a wrong step, God. You still have those plans. You still have those purposes. Our time is never done. I heard something recently. If you're still breathing, God isn't finished, yeah? So we declare today, God, that you are not finished in Jesus' name. You are not finished with the people in this house. You are not finished with this city. You are not finished with your country, God. And we say your kingdom come, God. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, God. We surrender ourselves, our hearts, our lives, our time for your plans, your purposes, your destiny. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God is good. So good to see you all. You are extraordinary. And I am really.